0: To talk about this Patrick's recording
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll decide in a minute <laughs> but uh like signs for guidelines of entering like hot tubs and pools and stuff they're like no diarrhea no diarrhea within the last month like a month, month? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like when can you ever get in the hot tub like who wait, remembers
2: their bowel movements a month right out. Like, how often gonna, wait wait, wait.
0: How often do you have diarrhea?
1: Well, I don't have a gallbladder, so... Uh, Does
0: that mean more diarrhea? Yes. Okay. I don't know. I don't know (laughs) what (laughs) gallbladder does. other
1: questions I can answer for you? Yeah. What does
0: the gallbladder do? I want to know.
2: Welcome (laughs) back to (laughs) (laughs) Diarrhea Talk. Beyond Diarrhea. Beyond Diarrhea. Beyond (laughs) the stool. This will be a quick episode. (laughs) It's never quick. It will run on forever.
1: Answering your burning questions.
2: (laughs) Alright, welcome back to the Beyond Sunday podcast. Uh this is Patrick. Uh we're exploring how to take our faith Beyond Sunday morning. <laughs> you wanna try
0: that again? No, I don't.
2: <laughs> just Who keep are going. we? Just where doing. where are just, we? Just yeah. like, look if you made it through Diarrhea Talk <laughs> if you're still with you're us. You're committed right? no matter what. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh this is Patrick Nazarov with me as always, Pastor David Bowser. How we doing, Patrick. And Elise McCarter.
1: Still here, still pretty successful.
2: Uh yeah, we um I was not here last week, so thank you both for, yeah. for filling mm-hmm. in. You're welcome. It was
1: fun. We that's missed a you. Fun conversation. It's
0: clear that you're a little off your game today. Week out, week away, you know, we got to ease back into
1: it.
2: So. Sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's <laughs> well, apparently, you're the funny one, though. So. Yeah. So we've heard. That is true.
2: That's Congratulations. I, I did hear that. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> All emails about how funny I am, welcome. <laughs> yeah. Just as we're saying, bring them on in. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to jump right in with our new story.
0: Oh, hey. Happy Easter.
1: Happy Easter. He risen. Easter. He's, He's
2: risen. He's risen indeed.
1: May you all have Cadbury eggs.
0: Mm, the best kind they of are, egg. Yes.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a
2: big fan of the Cadbury. What about a Reese's egg? That's a good egg.
0: The Reese's eggs are fine. I really would prefer just a regular Reese's cut.
2: Okay. Wow. This is give seasonal me the re- though. Give me the traditional Reese's. Yeah, but they use
0: a different... But like the peanut butter in the it eggs and the trees different. and stuff like it is different. Yeah. And I prefer the original it's, it's Reese's Cup. It's like
1: powdery a little
0: bit. Yeah. Okay. I don't it's, like yeah. it. Okay. Amanda actually prefers, my wife, she prefers the eggs and the seasonal well, that's okay. ones. okay. Yeah. And I prefer the regular ones. So we just We, we just have to agree that they're different. Sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, And you've been working through that with counseling. We I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Nearly 12 years in, we're getting there. Right. We're do you do
1: your own pastoral counseling or do you have to outsource? No, them? we outsource.
0: That's it's, not, it's, healthy. it's yeah. not healthy. It's not healthy to provide pastoral counseling to your wife. Probably Let me just not. go on the record. That not is not marriage. good not practice. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, last week you, you guys talked about bears. We did. We did, yeah. yeah. So I got another bear story for us. Okay. Keep it a bear, yeah. In honor
1: of Cocaine Bear in theaters,
2: yeah. Speaking of Cocaine Bear,
1: (laughs) oh,
2: oh, have you seen Cocaine Bear? I have
1: seen Cocaine Bear. How was it? It, I thought it was great. Uh, it's that I hear it's a a fun, it's a fun little movie, funny horror, which I think is really hard to nail, but they do Mm. it very well.
0: So funny horror without being like parody horror, is that
1: right? It's still horror and it's still funny, yeah. I got you.
2: Um, well, if you do not know, Cocaine Bear is based on a true story. I did Mm -hmm. know that, I know it well. Based very very loosely. Sure,
1: right.
0: I mean like anything is based on a true story. There was cocaine and there, and was, there was a, a bear. bear. <laughs> Those
2: things both exist in the world. <laughs> there it is. Yes, uh, a 175 pound black bear, which does not seem that big. Uh, yeah, that's only as big as me. Yeah, that's not that big.
1: I mean, if it's i bigger than I am,
0: if I met a bear as big as me, I would be a little. <laughs> not to brag, was but that it's bigger I was than say, I am? Was that a little shade. It like
1: <laughs> <laughs> felt like I needed to put that out there.
0: I'm not as big as a bear. Right.
1: So. Bathing suit season's coming up.
0: <laughs> For the bear. <laughs>
1: right. right.
2: Bear's got to. The bear down. was trying to look trim. Okay. Right. Yes.
1: <laughs> not to be confused <laughs> with fat bear season. Yeah.
2: Right. Hot girl summer coming. up. <laughs> right. Uh, well, anyway,
0: I wouldn't want to meet a bear that's my size. That's all I'm saying. Well, it's I don't like really want to meet any bear uh-uh. in the wild. Yeah. Well, the little
1: baby ones are fine.
0: But the little baby ones are not far from mama.
1: Well, right. The, that, right. Mm-hmm. the
2: bear was doing cocaine, so that's probably affecting its weight. I'm sure. sure. <laughs> <So> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's on a crash diet. Yes,
2: it's cocaine <laughs> chic. <right>? Like, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs>
1: it's a supermodel bear. <laughs> <Ew>. Yikes. Okay. <laughs>
2: well, anyway, in the true story, the uh-huh. cocaine bear found a thing of cocaine, mm-hmm. ate it, died immediately. <laughs> I mean, that yeah, was... Yeah. It, it didn't... We don't think it murdered anybody. Yeah. It, yeah. We don't think.
1: We don't... Well, I mean... It might be hard to well, anyway, really track that down but
2: it was found it has been stuffed and resides now at the Kentucky Fun Mall okay
1: <laughs> it- yeah, it's story though. Wait, what is <laughs> it lived in Vegas for a while too. Yeah. Sure, that makes sense to me.
0: I pa- get <laughs> Vegas. Yeah,
2: his name is Pablo Escobar. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> okay, Pablo Escobar is, is clever. The so. Kentucky Fun Mall, love the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just all about that. And uh, yeah, sure. and now there's a stuffed bear that died from a cocaine overdose. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this like there as a warning to kids about the dangers of drug use? Is this like under the <laughs> "Just Say No" sign, or <laughs> probably not? <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> but anyway. If you're curious, I'm not. Can Pablo Escobar marry you? The answer is yes. Perform a marriage. Perform the marriage. Not get married to
0: me, but perform the marriage. Perform the marriage. yes. Pablo Escobar does not have the power of speech. (laughs) Yeah. So, or the ability to sign his name (laughs) lacks the opposable thumbs.
1: How does this work? Does somebody get does inside Pablo of the bear carcass and like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> does Pablo speak English? Because I feel like with a name like Pablo Escobar, he probably I, bi- speaks bilingual, Spanish. Bilingual. Oh, bilingual. Oh, bilingual? Yeah, okay. So that's so. convenient. He's in
2: Kentucky. You know, he's picked it up.
1: So. All right. So cocaine bear is ordained.
2: Yes, cocaine bear has been ordained. Well, at least authorized by the state.
0: Let's not let's not go so far as to bring this guy into the church yet.
2: Let's
1: no, no, no. I think he has an alb. I think he probably has a Sunday service that he runs. Sure. <laughs> sure. If you're a cocaine
2: bear, what denomination are you a part of, do you think? Oh, you're cocaine bear. Episcoparian.
1: Yeah.
0: Episcoparian? Oh, Episcoparian. A Episcoparian. A- aside from the puns, this is definitely non denominational. I'd say Pentecostal. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you cannot stand in the way of cocaine bear. Yeah. <laughs> Pentecostal. Yeah. There's no no yeah. denomination can contain him.
2: Right. <laughs> he's got a suit on. He's dancing. It's yeah, some it's faith feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all happening <laughs> yep. at, a, at a cocaine bear service. Have you guys seen <laughs> some of those videos
0: that have been floating around, like TikTok and stuff like that, where they take videos of like Pentecostal style services, I but music you know, yeah, d- dub in like yep. rap music.
1: And yeah. it's, that's yeah. fine. It's yeah. pretty yeah. great. <laughs> the ones with the tambourine, uh-huh. like stomping, yeah. Well, mm. Lisa,
2: there's only one thing Pablo Escobar loves more than a duffel bag full of cocaine, and that's folks finding true love. Aww, <laughs> oh that's yeah. sweet. sweet. Yeah. So you could you can sign up to get married mm-hmm. from Pablo Escobar. And it has happened. Uh a couple did get married. Um there. <laughs> so <laughs> there was a voice in the bear. Yikes read by somebody else. So you know uh-huh. so, sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's almost hard to believe that it wasn't actually the bear. Uh-huh. Doing I know.
2: This. Yes. Uh <laughs> opening we were gathered here to bear witness. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> This couple Mm -hmm. in holy high matrimony. (laughs) Oh, okay, because the (laughs) cocaine, right? (laughs) Right, right. I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh huh. uh -huh. Um. So, is this legit?
0: I mean, if it's a if it's a legal person doing the words, then sure. Why not? Yeah. So, I mean, as as legit as any wedding in Vegas. What do I I mean?
2: (laughs) Okay. So here's here's kind of what they. Here's how they're, they're, they're rational. Uh-huh. As long as you feel that the person marrying you, like a cocaine bear, has the authority, mm. then that marriage can be binding here in Kentucky. Okay, hold on uh, a second. I'm, I'm going to say this. Let's back up. One, it's in Kentucky. Come on. This is not the weirdest yeah. marriage <laughs> in Kentucky. Isn't <laughs> Kentucky the place where back in like
0: 2015, one of the court people threw a big stink about doing same-gender marriages after the Supreme Court said they had to?
1: Probably that sounds. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty I'm willing I'm, to believe it. Look,
2: it heavily happened. I'm Whether that's conf- the one you're thinking about or not, who knows? But yes. I'm pretty confident that happened Stinks in Kentucky. Have been so yeah, you know,
0: we're gonna throw a stink about same gender weddings. But oh no, this bear can but totally bear perform. Can, your wedding. Yeah, that's totally legal. Of marriage. As long as you think the bear is real, then you're right, fine. Right? What?
2: It yeah. was a here? heterosexual traditional marriage. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the bear is heterosexual and a man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, nope, I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're just gonna keep on rolling.
2: Um. <laughs> wedding was open to the public so you, you could have gone it was oh. it was back in march march 27th well, i didn't like get my invitation
1: so I, yeah that's true yeah did they invite the public or <laughs> so is it just open <laughs> well i mean i don't think they just any wedding out. that's outside is open to right. the public <laughs> <laughs> to the entire united states you know like
2: if you were around at the kentucky fun mall you know and there's yeah. a there's a couple getting married by a bear i'd stop and watch <laughs> that's fair. You know, look, yeah. you know what? i'm going in where is the kentucky fun mall do we need to I add think this it's to in our, kentucky. our oh excellent yeah, sources say
0: do we need to add this to our uh, Beyond Sunday road tour? <laughs> we <laughs> yeah, do. When yeah. we go to Oklahoma
2: to find, to find Bigfoot, find Bigfoot yeah. Then up to Kentucky.
0: Kentucky's <laughs> a long way from Oklahoma. Those <laughs> <laughs> two not be. close together. We're gonna need a week or so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna need some time.
2: Uh, they did have an official second ceremony to make oh. sure it was binding. You know,
0: that's probably wise. Yeah, yeah. Because Escobar can't sign his name on the on the thing. Marriage I
1: Just end. move his. Paul. Or just a, a paw print. It depends on how flexible the taxidermy
2: is. Right there, there <laughs> most taxidermy I've seen not, not, that, the, not no, no, so no, much yeah. flexible. Flexibility it, not what you're going for. Maybe it's like an animatronic, like a Chuck E. Cheese. that's not. taxidermy. That's yeah. different. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could do that. I'm sure with oh. the, with the carcass of <laughs> cocaine bear. <laughs> Turn cocaine bear into an animatronic. Right. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the ride. <laughs>
1: Coming um, to Disney
2: World maybe, in look, 2025. Hey, if you want to go renew your vows, this is a great place.
1: i, I, sure. I I'm thinking, <laughs> it's my 10 year wedding hey, anniversary we've all this got year. Us we, two well, in November. Oh, we could do a joint ceremony. <laughs> we've all got spouses. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah. We might not after that, but,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but at least we'll be together. Right. Beyond Sunday forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, speaking of stupid things. <laughs> Cool. Let's get to our main topic. Nice, mm-hmm. a nice transition there. Yeah. That was real slick. Yeah. Uh, when opinions are facts, the dumbing down of American Christianity. So maybe this Ooh. dumbed you down. This conversation I'm thus far. Pretty confident.
1: I feel smarter. Yes. So, <laughs> well. All right.
0: <laughs> we'll just let that one slide. It's a low hanging fruit. That was too it's, easy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes. And if if you made it through that uh, that first bit, you know, Godspeed. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I barely made it through. Oh, oh there yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: This is what happens when we record in the middle of Holy Week, people. This is yeah. yeah, I've lost all sense of control over this podcast, and Patrick is just able to run wild with his puns and mm. cocaine bears and mm. yeah.
2: Yep. All right, um, so this is from Pathéos. Oh, our right. friends well, I, don't, I know don't know if they're our friends I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure we use pathos often
0: We yeah. are acquainted With pathos. We see each other At the gym And give each other A knowing nod And then yeah. we continue With our workout But never actually talk That's okay. that's sure, the relationship sure. We have yeah. here yeah. Gym yeah. bros yeah. We know that we know them mm-hmm. We maybe not remember Where we know them from But we know that we know them <laughs>
2: so what, what kind of nod Do we give them uh, A down no, or no. up Oh, a I'm no. definitely An up nod Okay, so yeah. what The down nod I don't even know What <laughs> that is I'm trying to do it I'm pretty sure it does it. It's like a twitch It's like a twitch it's like,
0: a, yeah. <laughs> like Just like that. See? I, that's like checking out Pathos. Okay, that's, I'm not oh, that's doing like that. A, a lady. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> that's
1: not what we're going for. <laughs> yeah. We tip our fedoras. If yes. <laughs> <to So, pathos. laughs>
2: yeah. we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, my opinions are facts. The dummy down of America Christianity. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you start with a story here from the author, uh, Jason Bradley. Mr. Bradley. Uh, he talked about uh, in 1988. He saw The Last Temptation of Christ by Martin Scorsese. He was uh, 17. Have
0: either of you ever seen that? I've mm-hmm. not. Me nah. neither. Okay. Yeah. 0 for well, 3. Good. We're doing great. In my defense, I was two when that came out. You I were was not born. born. Yep. Yeah. Patrick was eight. I was nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, depending on
2: when. Nineteen, eight, sure. Eight. Yeah, we
1: so. did used to get these VHS tapes mailed to us. Of The Last Temptation of <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I don't think that's what this <laughs> it's was. It's like the Jesus story.
0: Yeah. That was not this. You this know. is oh. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> this is, yeah. It
2: probably <laughs> a little different tone. Yeah.
0: Different take. Okay. All right, Last Temptation of Christ. He went to see it as a 17 year old.
2: Yes. And uh, coming out, uh, there were local churches there protesting.
0: Fabulous. Last temptation Love it already.
2: Uh, and this is an interesting little conversation um, okay. that he remembers having. Uh, so. Would we like to reenact it? Sure. <laughs> Give me some lines. <laughs> All right, you do me, and I'll do the other part. All here. right, there you go. All right. I'll me? be narrator. You're me. Okay. Yes. Okay.
0: Me walks out of the theater.
2: This film dishonors God. How so? Well, it's not accurate.
1: Do you think the people here believe the script comes from the Bible?
2: I should hope not. Mm-hmm. This movie presents Jesus as confused and unsure of why he was here.
1: Oh, so you've seen it?
2: Absolutely not.
1: Then why do you have such strong opinions about it?
2: Our pastor told us how awful it is.
0: And seen. Great. Yeah, right. That yeah. was beautiful. Yep. Lovely. <laughs> di- lovely. <laughs> sure. Yeah.
2: Sure. Call us up for a cocaine <laughs> bear too. <laughs> We're ready. <laughs> That's... Yeah, that was good. Elizabeth Banks, I'm sure you're
0: listening. Right, yeah. <laughs> we gotten in with Elizabeth Banks. Did we? Yeah, one of our members' daughters is her like personal assistant.
1: Oh well, then definitely tell well, her. Uh, that we're ready. I to hear about this now? <laughs> yeah, come on. Because <laughs> we you weren't been on in Cocaine Bear one. <laughs> you were on the <laughs> episode last
0: week when I said that we had a member. Who, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I couldn't remember Elizabeth Banks's name, so I didn't say that last. But yeah, we. Yeah. Had, we had oh, actually,
1: question. I knew about this
2: too. Yeah. See. Yep. Okay. There you Sorry. Go. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll talk up post post podcast right. why bother at this right. point. Yeah. <laughs> so might as well just talk about it now. Yeah. Um, so this is you know maybe the author says kind of a familiar thing of mm-hmm. like um, mm-hmm. a pastor kind of giving their opinion on something, uh-huh. and the congregation or Bible study or whatever takes that opinion as fact sure uh and that's what this ultimate store this ultimate article is going to be about like Mm -hmm. when opinions from a church leader Mm -hmm. become fact to the congregation or bible study group what does that do for us Mm -hmm. uh and spoiler alert um based on the title jason's gonna say it's the dumbing down of american (laughs) christianity (laughs) nothing good (laughs) he's he's not he's not uh, on board all right um so when opinions become gospel truth this is the title of the heading okay Okay, so, what, you know, your typical Protestant church mm-hmm. service, sermon, sure. What? how would you, what is that? What is, why do we do a sermon? Let's start there. <laughs> what is
1: sermon? What, what is your job? <laughs>
0: why do you exist? Yeah. Why are you here? I'm yeah. just
1: curious.
0: Uh, no, okay, so sermon, um, I mean, all right, so if you want to take C.S. Lewis's take, he would look at <clears throat> the early sermons of the church, right, the church, tr- or the sermons that are presented in Acts, and he would say, The purpose of the sermon is to proclaim Christ crucified and risen. Mm -hmm. That's why the the sermon exists, is to tell people about Jesus and the resurrected Jesus. Um, Now, in the years since then, when we stopped becoming primarily evangelical in nature, right? I mean, the apostles, everybody that they talked to was not yet a Christian. Mm -hmm. And so everybody they talked to was an evangelical conversation. Um, But for us, you know, we're primarily talking to a group of... People who already know who Jesus yeah. is, already know what the gospel is about theoretically. And so the sermon has become a kind of an exegetical slash teaching time in which uh, you can encourage people in their faith and um, teach them uh, something about scripture that you hope will allow them to grow closer to God and experience God in a new way. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, different traditions take that in very different directions. Sure. Uh, the mm-hmm. author will discuss some of these. Um, but so you might go into like a non-denominational church where they have like an eight-week series on living your best life with Jesus or something like that. Or they might have a, a <laughs> run on like how to take your marriage to the next level, which now that I realize that sounds weirder than I meant it to, sure, um, yeah. or, you know, they, you know, something like that, as opposed to uh, a Lutheran tradition would typically be like, okay, here's our assigned readings for the <laughs> day. And we're going to yeah. reflect on these readings in the context of the world in which we live. <clears throat> and there's, you know, a variety of different uh, places that you can fall within that in the middle ground.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, uh, that's a good, Good uh, highlight to what that looks like. and, and in many, I'm glad I'm able
0: to describe what I do. That's yeah. good.
2: In, in the evangelical <laughs> churches too, the sermon is kind of the, the highlight sure. of mm-hmm. the service. Everything yeah. is leading to that moment. Yeah. You do the sermon, and then after it's done, the service is kind of like, yeah, teeters, teeters out at the yeah. end. you know that's it. Um, in the our service, communion is the highlight. A more that's liturgical, where, yeah. What mm-hmm. we're leading to yep. is communion, and we just still have a sermon. It's usually, you know, compared to an evangelical church, not as long.
0: Typically, yep. um Certainly, if I'm preaching it, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I really appreciate that. Thank you. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just some free feedback.
0: <laughs> I hit that 12 minute mark pretty solid.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. typically that's a great length of time to like pay attention to something and yeah. like. Get good points. That's well, so I don't th-
0: have any commercial breaks, so I figure, you know, right. just 12 minutes, that's about as much as we can take right. without You're a commercial <laughs> break.
1: <laughs> You're not a televangelist. You don't have to get your hair sprayed. For the right. most
2: part, you know, early, young, l- l- low teens would yeah. be kind of what we, we mm. shoot for yeah. here in, yeah. the, in the sermon length. Yeah. Um, I, and
0: that will vary from congregation to congregation, but yeah. that's our, our typical pattern. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. The service, the sermon at the church I went to growing up was an hour. Sure. Oof. Yeah. It's it yeah. yeah. <laughs> long yeah.
0: Time. Uh, in that uh podcast uh the rise and fall of mars hill uh mark driscoll would brag about preaching like an hour and a half I to two hours forever yeah. multiple times a day like at multiple service he'd preaching like an hour and a half to two hours yeah. every time like, like does he even know what
1: he's saying at that point no. i, I don't am, think i'm so. pretty
0: convinced at times he did not
2: yeah yeah <laughs> that, that that service does not speak highly of a uh, mark driscoll or that podcast so you know <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah yeah um yeah i mean and, and in those that sermon there could be quite a lot yeah um exegesis
0: as opposed to ex-God or ex-Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a word. <laughs> exegesis, yeah. Exegesis would be uh, what do we take out of the text? How do we use the text mm-hmm. and read out into what we mean or what we see in our world? Mm-hmm. What does the text mean for our life? That's exegesis.
2: Sure. Yeah. Life advice. Some yeah. of it's topical. Some of sure. it is is maybe even similar to how we organize it where we go through uh, a reading and mm-hmm. we kind of break that down. Some churches will detail even even a deeper level of like yeah. here's the reading we're gonna go by this verse by verse sure and every verse we're gonna say something about that verse basically. and the, and it
0: means this is often yeah. how that's presented right you're yeah. gonna read this verse and we're gonna tell you this yeah. verse means x and now you know now you know what that verse means and you don't have to think about it anymore you just have to write that down sure. and remember it you're welcome yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: some churches do that
2: I but know. what's never acknowledged and this is from the, the author here is that the service revolves around opinions Mm. Um, that these opinions may be more informed or educated than others, but they're okay. still opinions. Okay. You might prefer or agree with some of these opinions more than others, but they're still opinions, but they're never presented as opinions. All right, let's, mm. let's pause there. What do we think?
0: Yeah, I can. I see, where the, I see where the author's coming from, right? Because if I'm getting up to give a sermon, I am automatically the purpose of the sermon is to talk about faith. Sure. and God and things about which there's very little fact that I can point to. You know, I even saying God exists, I can't point to that as a fact, mm-hmm. sure. right? I have to acknowledge that is a belief. So, mm-hmm. you know, I might say beliefs as opposed to opinions, but I, I hear what he's getting at, right? It is a belief that is based on tradition that's passed down. Sure. I cannot factually point to anything that says God exists. I cannot factually point to anything that says uh, the resurrection of Jesus uh, resulted in uh, salvation for all people, right? I can point to a factual Jesus died, and pretty strong factual evidence that jesus rose from the dead based on eyewitness accounts but even that i mean you could make Mm. the argument that that's opinion right i mean a skeptic would certainly make the argument that's opinion um yeah i mean so most of what we preach then is taking that uh taking those texts and saying okay well what does this mean for our life now how are we interpreting that and while i like to believe that it is a, a opportunity for the holy spirit to do its work and for the community to hear the words proclaimed in a new way I can't argue that it's mostly rooted in opinion.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm sort of of two minds about this, right? Because I think absolutely it's important to call out the the things that maybe are being presented as facts tend to be opinions. Mm -hmm. But also when it comes down to it, at some point opinion is kind of all we have. Right. I mean, even, you know, people point to science and facts and stuff. And even within that, there's now evidence that's sort of like disproving the big bang theory, you know? So it's like, Mm. It all sort of boils down to opinion <laughs> after yeah. a while, you know.
0: Yeah, and people don't want. I mean, hmm. I don't think. Well, let me say that. So, let's say it this way. I don't think this congregation, meaning Word of Life, um, comes in and listens to my sermon or to Cassandra's sermon and thinks to themselves that is. A level of fact on par with whatever right, right. i think that we have and i, I think we try to cultivate this when within i preach context. they do think that. sure
2: yeah obviously, <laughs> yeah, obviously, obviously yeah. appropriately so
1: god has opened his mouth and right. yeah. um, from the mouth of babes
2: right. <laughs> what i
1: don't know <laughs> listen i
0: know that I, I know hot girl summer's coming up but yeah. still this is <laughs> right yeah um but so yeah, i i think that we do a good job of cultivating a space in which Cassandra and I and and preaching before me we try to invite people into questions within the space right like I intentionally ask a lot of open-ended questions that I sometimes offer reflections and answers for but to try to allow people to enter into the space of how do we think about this text this story how do we think about this together in the context of our life and I think that helps I think what becomes problematic and dangerous uh, is when I get up and I just say this is what this thing means Mm. and now you all know it Mm -hmm. Right? Like, if, yeah. if the intention of my sermon is not to open us up to the wonder and mystery of God, but is to give you information so that you can do this thing the right way right. and then you, you're done, uh, I think we've missed the purpose of the sermon. I think that is really where I would say, yeah, the opinion then becomes dangerous.
1: Well, sure. I, I tend to think that <clears throat> the questioning aspect is really a large portion of the point of faith, right? Mm, There's sure. this. It's actually a comic that I stumbled around in... Um, in college that formed a lot of sort of the basis of my understanding of things it's called i would never trade a question for an answer mm. and i would highly recommend it to anybody who enjoys like graphic novels it's sort of just okay. a long comic what um, was it again i would never i would never trade a question for an okay. answer i'd never
0: trade a question for an answer mm.
1: it. and it's sort of this idea that the questions that we have about big things are in and of themselves more valuable in a lot of ways than the answers to those questions so it's about holding on to questions wrestling with them and then finding new questions as you go Mm. um so that i i don't know why that aspect of having questions about faith and questions about god and not knowing things is so scary to the church at large
0: because it it loses control yeah right yeah i mean i I, do know but but you said (laughs) you didn't know i know (laughs)
1: i like to say i don't know but i do know that aspect but i have a fact about this i (laughs) wish it were not so (laughs) sure
2: yeah well i mean you know when it comes to these Mm. types of things this idea of like questions Mm. or things are are wrestling with these things you know some of the phrases like we don't need to reinvent the wheel because Mm -hmm. christians for millennia have debated argued Mm -hmm. wrestled with these things and come up with answers to a lot of these bigger questions or at least Mm -hmm. here's things that we can kind of point to i mean the early church had major discussion you know of what is a trinity? What does this yeah. look like? They yep. had a giant conference where they were debating it out. Santa Claus punched a dude. It was awesome, you know.
0: <laughs> not exactly how that went down, but yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. get <laughs> to That happened. Yeah. There's <laughs> some loose interpretation in this story, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: that this you know these major things, but now we really don't have that same kind of like wrestle, right? Like now mm, yeah. you may be like what is a trinity? And in Sunday school, you're like it's kind of like a three leaf clover, you're like. Cool. And you move on. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even though that doesn't really answer the question. And it's kind of heretical. Yeah. Yeah. And it's (laughs) not true. Yeah. But like we have kind of just moved past some of that wrestling or like, you know, these major questions that the Reformation was dealing with of what's happening in communion yeah. mm-hmm. you know, ba- sure. a basic thing that we kind of take for granted every sunday or most people can kind of take for granted has been like really wrestled and debated and sometimes called major divisions within churches so like we cannot worship together any longer because mm-hmm. we disagree about what's happening in communion like yeah. it's that big of a deal for us yeah and for us it's like well i don't know i went up there and i, I did it and i left you know yeah we yeah. have
1: different questions now
2: well or or i think we have less lost the opportunity or the the rhythm of like wrestling with those things like as mm-hmm. yeah maybe you're doing that as an individual but church bodies typically are not like you know what let's just wrestle with what is the trinity <laughs> like we're yeah. not yeah. we're not going you know we're not doing this and some of that is we don't need to reinvent the wheel but some of that is we have lost kind of that that mystery part of faith right like we're just Kind of in the same way over the last 20 years, I think people have started watching their news for affirmation instead of information. Mm -hmm. I think the same way we're going into church for affirmation instead of information. Mm -hmm. Like I want my previously held beliefs to just be affirmed by the pastor, maybe lightly challenged, Mm -hmm. and then I can leave. But I do not want anything new to blow something up that I'm really holding on to, right. sure. I'm not interested in that. Like, or, or like that. Maybe this is the mindset most American Christianity has. I'm yeah. not really interested in that. Yeah. And if that happens, there's a church down the street yep. that will give me what I want to hear. Yeah. So,
0: well, and at least to your point, I think you're right. I think we are asking different questions, but I think we're also expecting everyone to have an answer. And so we're yeah. we're asking a question, right? We're we're asking, and we go into a church, and we're we're thinking this is the question that I want an answer to but well, we already know what answer we want to hear. Right. And so we go in and we base uh, what we, uh, we base what we're going to listen to or who we're going to listen to on. Did they give me the answer I wanted to hear or not? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, rather than going in and saying, I'm going to wrestle this with this question. Right. I mean, <clears throat> you can take an issue like, I don't know. We'll play with communion. Right. Cause that's an easy example. Right. Um, there aren't like churches out there that sit around and say we don't really know what we think about communion but we think we should really like wrestle with this and right uh, you you have a stance this mm-hmm. is what we think about yep. communion or this is what we think about communion and there is no space in that middle and we've kind of done that to all of these questions and so yep. when it comes to who should we welcome into the congregation or, or whose wedding should we perform or is cocaine bear allowed to perform a wedding <laughs> or whatever those questions are right there's no room for us to sit in the middle and be like, I don't know if cocaine like I'm wrestling with cocaine bear and perform this wedding and I want to think about what this means there's no room to i know it's hard to take it seriously what
1: my name is now israel after i've wrestled with cocaine bear that was a good callback to the Thank old testament you. well done yeah.
0: uh anyway he, he breaks your hip yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cocaine bear would break your hip right. he fights dirty um but so there's no space for us to sit in the hmm. middle and say i'm trying to figure out what the answer to this is like everybody expects us on every issue to have our mind made up and to take a side um, and whether mm-hmm. that's in the church or in politics or in the community, right, have, it, or have a stance and take a side. There's no room for us to be sitting in the middle and say, I'm trying to figure out what I believe about this or yeah. what I think about this. And yeah. and churches have lived into that rather than trying to live into the question space more often than not. Sure.
2: Well, and I think, um, you know, the author here will go on and like the idea, like if we hold on to these opinions, these theories, yeah. these kind of things as fact, as truth, any... Divergent from that opinion, or as fact or truth, um, well, it seems either scary or heretical sure. or dangerous, and we need to stop listening, Eradi- eradicate it, yep. yeah, get rid of it. We can't have it, you know, in our system anymore. It's now excluded from the, you know, the core in a sense. Um, and sometimes we could do a better job. And he says, "Can you imagine if more religious people?" admitted um that there are educated and sincere people who just have different convictions than me mm. mm-hmm. yeah.
0: educated and what people sincere sincere okay yeah 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 i mean i think about this a lot of times when i think about tax policy which is a weird thing to like spend time thinking about but
1: mm. oh i hate tax policy
0: i mean i hate it too but I like think about that a lot <laughs> how much <anymore? laughs> I mean, like uh. there are Sincere people who have a different understanding of how taxes should work in the United States, right? But who want the like, who genuinely want the best and genuinely believe that doing taxes differently would be better for everybody, right? Yep. There are sincere people who hold that conviction, yeah. And I have a hard time remembering that, right? Because I think I have a certain understanding of like, yeah, these people should be taxed more, and everything would be solved. I have that particular thought, but yeah. So it, it, holding on to that, how do we view our how do we view our enemies in some ways? How do we view the people that disagree with us? And how do we remember that they too are children of God? Mm-hmm. And how do we start with that in mind? I think would be a, a worthy question for us to
2: yeah, sit with. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And I mean, that does create some challenges, right? I'm yeah. not just, yeah. not just challenges for the other side, but challenges for my side and what mm-hmm. I believe, right? Like if, um, can I admit that there are educated and sincere people who don't think women belong in the head leadership of a church? Yeah. And I think- yeah. can I, can I can I acknowledge that that happens i I do think so I think they're wrong right but I don't think they're less sincere in their faith or a desire to do goodwill in this world yeah, but I do think they're wrong, yeah
1: I think it gets a little hairy when somebody's sincerity results in the oppression of other people though it's, it's
0: sure but i I also think like there are women right who support that same stance who would say yeah i'm not supposed to be the head of the household because of this particular and you know if they themselves don't view themselves as oppressed and are sincere like i have a hard time saying like that they're not sincere in their faith right if if they
1: yeah i mean i'm not saying they're not sincere in their faith i just think it's a little bit maybe that's more of an extreme example because it's it, it that is a stance that actively harms other people Maybe not those people that believe Sure. Say, yeah, yeah. yeah, I can go you. along with that. Sure. But there are women that would love to be, <laughs> you yeah. know, in yeah. a yeah. position of leadership in the church and are not able to be because uh, of that yeah. stance. I, I,
2: I'm 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 definitely agree with I'm just saying this things become much more complicated and much more difficult yeah. when we're placing these not just on other groups need to like recognize my opinions, but yeah. how can I see others? Yeah. Right. And not just dismiss, argue and and cut off, how can I see them as educated and sincere people who see the scriptures that I yeah. hold dear differently than me. Because and what do I do with that when they come yeah. across when they when they walk away from sincere beliefs with very different outcomes than I do.
0: Sure. Yeah. It, if you look at scripture, right, both of us could point to the same Facts that is the same words on the page to make our argument for our opinion of what women's role in ministry should be Mm. And I think that's the challenge right is like how do we wrestle with this thing where both of us are looking at? the same same words on the page but we're choosing these words or these words and we're placing weight in one place or another and We're coming to a conclusion and then we're saying that conclusion is fact, right? The conclusion can never be fact on either side. We can live faithfully into that. And neither side of that opinion should result in the oppression of anybody. Right. right? Um, But you can live faithfully in that murk, I guess. And I I think that if you were living faithfully into this saying, my opinion, right, the opinion of our church, the opinion of our congregation is that women should not be in a place of uh, leadership, that that is our opinion that we've come to through this process, I think you would, re- or that would result in a much different stance for women and for people who grew up in that community to be able to say, I disagree with that, mm-hmm. as opposed to the way it's presented now, which says, this is what we believe and this is it. Right, right? exactly. And sure. that's yep. the end of it. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. Um, so he, the author here will go on to kind of basically, you know, collate this opinion as fact into... You know um, the rise of kind of like new media and Ooh. kind of political uh, uh, discourse in our in our world, where people you know starting in the '90s started listening to you know politicized radio talk in a sure. sense, Rush and Lepaw. all mm-hmm. th- he, yep. he Rush <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and all of a sudden you know they're listening to these things for 15 hours a week, and they go to church mm-hmm. for one hour, mm-hmm. and they're hearing this political talk sound similar opinions that they're getting from their church. Sure. And so they start blending them together Mm. that the, the church opinion and the political opinion are kind of sounding similar. Mm -hmm. Um, And church, Yeah. And, um, and so pastors at that point failed in a sense to divert and say, we are not that same opinion yeah our your political opinion and your religious opinion are not rooted in this this same you know for him patheos is a left-leaning uh yeah. christian magazine this right-wing mentality yeah um and so they either ignored it and hoped it would go away it did not mm-hmm. or they joined in. Lived you know, into it yeah. Uh, they lived into it <coughs> and and i think that um that this now and now it's a monster that's out of control mm-hmm. that again mm-hmm. If people are coming to church for affirmation of belief instead of information, if you're like, this pastor is too woke, too, yeah. uh too liberal, too blank, I'm not going here anymore. Yeah. And and the pastor's thinking, I'm just preaching the words of Jesus. Yeah. You know, and it's all of a sudden divergent from your political opinion. Yeah, And I, I again I think that it's easy for me to look across the aisle and maybe see this. And sometimes I have to question, How are we doing this? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like am I unwilling to say to divert from a left-leaning political position, if I think it goes against, you know, what I'm seeing in Scripture, my opinion of who God is and what God is doing, or is it easier to be like, mm, I don't really want to touch those things? Yeah, and that becomes much more complicated. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, it reminds me of that thing that happened with the. It was NPR after they'd done it for number, a number of years, but after President Trump was elected on Fourth of July, NPR tweet, tweeted out. Line by line, the Declaration of Independence Mm -hmm. in honor of Fourth of July, which they had done for several years prior to this. Right. This was not the first time they had done it, but they did it again. And people just blew up about it, Mm -hmm. assuming that NPR was like, you know, invoking insurrection against the newly elected president or whatever. Because I don't think and I think this is where the challenge is. Right. I don't think we want to have to think. Yeah. We want the world is so complicated. Right. I mean, robots are taking over the world um you know we've got bears eating cocaine just everything is a mess right there's there's war there's uh, things that i don't agree with there are schools going on and i don't know what to do with it and i know i i think we feel lost and because we feel lost we don't want to have to think and so we find someone or something that tells us what we want to hear and say good that's what i wanted to hear i don't have to think about it anymore and so we don't stop to think oh npr is tweeting out the declaration of independence we think this is offensive because I have heard that I'm supposed to be offended by this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you know, and we do the same thing with church, right? We don't think, okay, these are the words of Jesus that I've heard five hundred times, but now I'm hearing it in the context of this particular right, there was one of the one of the shootings, I think it was right after George Floyd. I don't remember. But one of the the shootings that happened during COVID, the next Sunday, the lectionary texts were blessed be the peacemakers, mm-hmm. right? has been assigned for decades that that was going to be the reading. You could have looked at it 20 years ago and that would have been the reading that was going to be that Sunday. Um, But across ELCA, across the board, right? Pastors were getting pushback for preaching this, you know, left-wing wokeism, whatever thing that was happening because they were preaching the text that had been assigned for years, right? (laughs) Because we don't want to have to think. Mm -hmm. Um, My opinion, I'm trying to (laughs) like own these now. My my sermons are going to be so lame. Right. (laughs) Uh, But it's my opinion. Everything has a disclaimer. (laughs) My opinion now is that at Lord of Life, I think we do a better job of encouraging people to think. Mm-hmm. I think that's something mm-hmm. that we value uh, highly: is is allowing people space to think critically about their own faith and to challenge what we say from the pulpit. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I try to take very seriously uh, when people come and say, "I have a question," or "I'm wrestling with something that you said." Um, I t- I try to honor that as much as I can without shutting it down. You know, and sometimes it's like. Well, what about this translation of the Greek? And I can say, like, well, that's not the best translation of the Greek, right? But, um, you know, when they come with another question or another opinion, like, I try to give space to say, I don't know that I agree with that, but I love that you're asking questions and wrestling with that. And I, I think we want to encourage that more in faith rather than discourage it. Sure.
2: Yeah, uh, in Men in Black. I don't know if you've seen that movie, <laughs> the original, the original movie. I mean, a long alien. time ago. Yeah, but yeah I've, I've seen, seen it. it. It's about aliens and like it's a great. like a government agency. Spoilers. Like, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, it's <laughs> the nineties.
0: Thirty year old spoilers. Yeah. It's a,
2: well, Will Smith is recruited to this government agency that tracks down aliens. It's a it's a fun little movie. It's fun. Um, the Men in Black. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he asks like, "Why don't we tell everyone there's aliens?" Yeah. He says people are smart. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones, his like is trainer, a he says, "A person is smart. Yeah. People are stupid." Mm, like that, that is a good. great <laughs> line. Yeah, yeah. That is a good yeah. line. Yeah, and I think it does remind us, like, yeah, individually we can capable of like you know concrete thinking of understanding, but like when it becomes to like in this news media where everything is like yep. hot takes and hot takes only, right? Yep. Like mm-hmm. because if you wait, it's gone. Yeah, you know. So any, and your audience has gone somewhere else. Yeah, and your marketing, yeah. yeah. So uh there's a there's a school shooting and the the. The person is transgender. We got hot takes immediately. Boom. You know, like about what this looks like, what this is about. Uh, You know, all these complicated, complex, you know, uh, social dynamics at play with gun control, Mm -hmm. with transgender rights, with Christianity on mm-hmm. the, on the downside of the culture and not mm-hmm. no longer in kind of the, the big boy chair of the, of the, culture. Um, and all of a sudden all these things are at play at once and it's just hot takes, right? Like yeah. everybody's got their own hot take. And then it becomes all of us are riled up instead of taking the time to breathe pause yeah. and come out with, you know, at least a reasonable, understanding of what is the issue at heart at, yeah. at, at hand here and it's a complex one mm-hmm. yeah um and but that's not how we operate anymore you know like we are you know uh you know the, the bible is gonna kind of compare us to sheep yeah and it's not, and <laughs> not it's not kind of yeah it all the way <laughs> calls <laughs> it out calls it out <laughs> and and that's you know apt like that's, that's a fair comparison yeah you know that uh we're sheep
0: or maybe goats yeah but you want to be a sheep you don't want to be a goat uh-huh. If you have your choice, well, according to the Bible, if you have Fair your thing.
2: choices, goats are way better than sheep. Yeah, you know. they're individual. Yeah, but if you
0: have your choices, listen, the goats do not end well. I'm, I'm just saying,
2: <laughs> if you're you're on the farm, goats are cooler than sheep. They I, look. I cooler. don't deny that goats are cooler. You the point of faith is goats. not to be cool. Yeah, all right, Patrick. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> if people are telling you that faith is about being cool, you should stop hanging out with those friends. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. We are very. If cool all the though.
0: other goats jumped off a bridge, would you, no sheep would actually do that. That's a yeah. <laughs> like sheep sheep, sheep would jump people off. people
2: the out there saying like faith is about being cool. I mean, come on, <laughs> it's cool to have faith, guys. I'm sure <laughs> someone is saying that. Absolutely, someone yeah. is saying that. Got my hat on backwards. <laughs> right.
0: Some somewhere right now in a church basement, there's a youth director saying those exact mm-hmm. words yeah. to a group of high mm-hmm. schoolers who are rolling their eyes on their phones.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do think this this kind of. um helps all of us say like okay how can we be more critical of what we're hearing yeah and and also more grace-filled of what we're hearing Mm -hmm. yeah i will say this
0: is in large part why i don't comment on uh social media except to like say like obvious jokes that are like (laughs) in in amusing situations like like, there's this whole controversy over the women's uh, final four <clears throat> or the women's championship game in, in basketball, like a, a hand gesture or something that was done. Yes. And like, I had read the story and wanted to weigh in, but I was like, there is no, there is no way that I can write something that is thoughtful and clear enough that someone else is actually going to take the time to read for it to be meaningful. And mm-hmm. I was like, I am better off just ignoring this controversy entirely yeah. than I am trying to wade into this particular yep. mess. And I think by and large, that's probably true for most of us. Like, The world is not going to be improved by me offering my own hot take on this particular issue on my great aunt's Facebook page, (laughs) right? Like that, almost certainly that is not going to be the way the world is improved. Now, the world might be improved by me coming together with a group of people in a community of faith and working to improve the world around me. Like that might be a way the world is improved, and so I'm going to invest my energy there rather than the other. Plus, I have a platform every week to spew out whatever right, I want. Yeah. So, why do I need to do that you on don't social, need media? social media? So, yeah. I get 12 minutes a week to say right. whatever
2: I want. And hey, um, uh, 45 minutes to an hour are here. Yeah. To talk right. about Cocaine Bear.
1: <laughs>
0: Ideal.
2: Yeah. I love it.
1: At least it isn't squandered.
2: Sure. Yeah. We're taking advantage of this right. opportunity yeah. <laughs> to bring you all your Cocaine Bear news. right.
0: We'll bring you weekly updates. Right. Cocaine bear still dead. <laughs> Turns out <laughs> still in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Now performing baptisms. <laughs> so sure, yeah. What is, what is, what is, how else can we get Cocaine Bear involved? You know, yeah. in, Cocaine social... Bear do your
0: funeral. That's a uh,
2: oh okay. Yeah, be
0: buried by Cocaine Bear.
2: Well, I mean, the <laughs> point.
0: What <laughs> buried? <Yeah>. buried. <laughs> at that point, I'm dead. So you know, yeah. Like, yeah what you do know. you care? Yeah, eh, you know, I don't know. What other like life ritual is there? The uh, briss. Sure. <laughs> That's going to be, you know... (laughs) I don't. I don't want my moil to be anywhere near co- cocaine bear in that situation.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what a bris is. Oh, that's
0: the Yeah, a circumcision
2: ceremony. A ritual, oh, okay. a ritual circumcision.
1: Yeah, that's why I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. In the in the Jewish community, yeah, that I mean. would be the ceremony in which a <laughs> circumcision like is performed. The knife and
1: the yeah, and the Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a cocaine. I mean, you just ball. have
1: to like move the infant <laughs> right? Because <laughs> you know, cocaine bear is like, moving. The gestures are really <laughs> helping. All right, <laughs> with that, <laughs> with that. <laughs>
0: Whew, I don't know if we were ever on the rails, but we're definitely off them now. So if you enjoyed this episode, we'd love to hear uh, what you have to th- say about it. Uh, let us know all your opinions and or if you want to send us some facts, we'd love to hear those too at Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. That was a grizzly image. Oh, <laughs> wow. you're were, you were thinking about that for a long time. I was not paying attention to
2: what you're saying. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Great. We keep going. Uh, let's see
0: what else we got. We got episodes. You can listen to the rest of them beyondsundaypodcast.com. That's fine. Yeah. We uh, thanks for listening, everybody.
2: Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more Beyonce. Happy Easter! Happy Easter.